All right. Uh, we are live here on this podcast uh, tonight. Uh, uh, welcome to uh, this podcast, a Real Talk with Dr. Richard Lynn. And we want to make sure that we have tonight, have a great night for you. We have some things that we want to talk about. We have a topic or episode that we're going to be dealing with tonight. Uh, I'm a little under the weather, so if I sound like I'm a little crazy, it's the medicine, not me. Uh, had eye surgery just to be on the safe side. But listen, want to make sure that we give you some information that's going to bless your life. We want to make sure that on this particular podcast uh, show, we always want to give some, some information to you and talk about some real issues that you're going through and give you some information basically from a biblical standpoint, rather, how God works in your life and how he expects you to handle these kind of issues. And that's the reason why we're doing this podcast tonight. This is our second uh, episode on uh, uh, There's a Reason Why You Struggle. And so we want to make sure that we give you some information tonight. I've got two guests on tonight that's going to be awesome. Uh, they are something with themselves. They are real good in, in doing the things that they need to do in the life that God gave them and how God wants to uh, manifest himself in their lives. They have been awesome in dealing with that. And tonight we have one person that's going to uh, talk about how the struggle that she is going through, even now, uh, how it has affected her life, and give some thoughts on how she deals with it. And that's what we're all about. Not only will we be discussing struggles, but we're going to talk about how you deal with it and, and, and what does the Bible say about that. So tonight we got, again, uh, uh, Pastor Reverend uh, Marcus Evans is with us tonight. And, uh, and and I have one of my favorite niece. Uh, we call her a different name, so I ain't going to do that on this podcast. But but mm -hmm. uh, we will just say Imogene. How about that? that? And so we want to make sure that we get her. But she, she's gone through some stuff, y'all. And I, I listen. For, for me to see it, to be a witness as to some of the things that she has gone through, some of the struggles in her life that she had to deal with, for me to see that, it has really, really made me focus on doing more for God mm -hmm. in my life. Because when you're struggling with something, you oftentimes don't think about nobody else but your struggle. But as she has struggled over the years, and I've seen her struggle, it had made me stronger in a sense that, you know, the little things that I'm complaining about, I got no time. There's no reason for that. All I, right. I need to be talking about the good stuff that God has done mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to me in my life. And, and I need to be thankful for all of the things that he's already done in my life. So so I'm at a point now in my in my life where I've learned that listen, some struggles are good for you. And mm -hmm. the Bible teaches us that God has a plan for us. So if you're struggling with something, it has to be part of God's plan or it wouldn't be happening. So tonight we wanna we wanna thank those of you that are with us and those of you who will be joining us. We pray that you you be blessed with this podcast tonight. Uh, I want to make sure that that we don't shortchange you, that we give you the full benefit, and hopefully it'll bless your soul as I would uh, hope that it would. So, uh, Reverend 
Marcus, if you don't mind, just if, if we would, just open up with, uh, with a prayer for us, if you don't mind. Amen. Amen. Let us bow our heads and pray. And let's keep not only keep uh, our loved ones in prayer. Thank God for the family members, but keep yourself in prayer. And uh, let's throw out a couple of special prayers just for the people of Ukraine and also for the people in New York City who went through a terrible uh, gun shooting today. But let us let's, so let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you at this moment, Lord. We come to you at this time thanking you and asking you for guidance, Lord. Guidance and, and knowing that you can show us the way in your word right now. Lord, knowing that you can show us what we need to do to be saved, what we must do to be saved. Lord, we thank you for, once again, this podcast as it's going from home to home, station to station. But some woman, man, boy, girl will say, Lord, I yield to your word. Uh, I want to know more about you. I want to learn more about you. Lord, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, but got up with all power in his hand. Lord, thank you for uh, Christians and, and service throughout the world. Bless the people in Ukraine. Bless the people in New York. For it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we do pray. And Lord, thank you for Pastor Lynn right now. Heal his eyes. Lord, heal him right now. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Again, once again, thank you for for that uh, great prayer, uh, Reverend. It blessed my soul. I always love to hear people speak to the Lord, and uh, and I like it better when they when they uh, mention my name because I always need prayer. Yes, sir. Amen. Not selfish, but man, I'm happy when I when I know that somebody uh, that that has a connection with God. Uh, is praying for me. Thank you for that. Well, here we are again tonight. Thank you again. We've got a great podcast tonight. I'm excited. Uh, again, under the weather, you might see me step in and out because there are some, some, some medicine that I have to put in my eyes. Uh, and then there's some things that I have to take for the little pain that I'm having. But so, so you're going to see me from time to time pop in and pop out. So, but I will be here. Okay. But tonight we got a great podcast show tonight. We're going to do it uh, as part two. Last week we talked about uh, there's a reason for your struggles. And mm-hmm. you know what? There, there are some reasons for your struggles. And let me just give you some reasons for those who may have missed last week's uh, podcast show. There's some reasons why you're going through and who caused that. Okay. Um, the first thing, God causes some struggles. Okay. Um and then the, the second uh, person uh, is, is an individual, uh, brings it on himself, him or herself. So mm-hmm. you, you can actually bring it on on your struggles yourself. Uh, yes. Somebody else, the third reason why struggles come on is, is because somebody else uh, intentionally uh, causes you to have struggles, okay? And another reason is just human error. You make mistakes, and so now you got to pay for it, Okay. Uh, and so, and sometimes it's an act of, 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 of what I would call maybe a storm or something, uh, a natural cause, uh, tornado or something like that may have caused your struggle. And then it could be finally a mechanical function. Something happened, uh, that caused you to struggle your car or something stopped on you and you're finding yourself having to walk and deal with that and you can't 
don't make enough money to fix your car and all of that. So there, there's some reasons why you're going through some struggles. But I want you to understand at the top of the list, at the top of this struggling list is going to be uh, the one that says that God causes that. Let me tell you the reason why I say that, because the Bible teaches us that that uh, our God is in control of everything. Everything that happens, he's in control of it. Oh, he, he's in a, in a position where he can allow it to happen or it not happen. So nothing happened without his approval. And so, and then sometimes God, when it comes to the church, because we're dealing with the church, and that's what I want you to focus on tonight, is that we're going to be dealing with the church and and the body of the church. And so, when, as we discuss struggles, and there's a reason for your struggles, I want you to think about those of you paying attention to this. Think about it from a church body standpoint. So why are these things happening? And it does not happen unless God allows it to happen. So we want to make sure that we stay focused on that, because sometimes when we when we think that we want something and it and we don't get it, we we go blaming everybody else, everybody else. Well, have you thought about sometimes that that the things that you might want at that particular time you may not be able to get because God says it's not the right time for you, it's not your season. And he tells us in his word that to, to all things there is a season. So so it may not be your season. Not that he doesn't want you to have it. It just may not be your season at this particular right. time. So we, we talked about that last week. We're going to jump in a little bit more uh, deeper this week and deal with that. And we're going to have someone who's going to witness the point uh, by testimony to tell us that, that there's some things that happen in her life that she didn't have nothing to do with. It just showed up. Now, if if, if she could have stopped it from coming, she would have. If she could have, uh, if she had a known ahead of time that was going to happen, she would have tried to do something to prevent it. But, but she had nothing to do with it. You know, uh, take you back to Job. She was in one of those Job, Job situations. Job didn't know mm-hmm. that the Lord way up in heaven was planning on sending the enemy down to him and, and just trying to destroy him. Job didn't know that. He didn't do anything to deserve that. But but God, right. God was making plans for, for him to go through some stuff. And so here we have a real live person here that I guess that's, that's going to share with us some things that happened to her in her life that I'm sure that she had nothing in her mind that she would have never thought that what she's going through uh, would have happened. Just never, never once crossed her mind as she was growing up. And so it had to be something that that God allowed to happen in her life, and there's a reason for that. And sometimes we don't know the reason, but what He wants us to do is to do what 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 Job did—just have that faith, that knowing that listen, if, if I didn't cause it, if I didn't make it happen, it must have been something that God wants to happen in my life. And so, if if God allowed it to happen in my life, that means that He's going to take care of me. And all he wants me to do is trust him as I go through right. this struggle. That's right. And so I'm going to stop here, pause here, and uh, see if uh, uh, Reverend Evans have any comments you might want to make at this time. Uh, Doc, this is, it sound, sounds real good. I mean, I'm picking on right where we left off. I, I, I think that the good, the good thing about it is that we have our, our witness to, to struggling and not mean that we all have a struggle, but 
you know, the good thing about it is that you're having somebody that's saying, you know, here I was, you know, where I'm at, and, and all of a sudden these things happen to me. And the good thing about it is that we're, we're going to see how God can t- take something, you know, and turn it around and then turn it back around. You know, uh, 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 God is awesome. He's, he's an awesome guy. And, and uh, I just, I just, I love giving him praise because um, I've even struggled with some things in my life, you know, um, um, and uh, God has brought me through, you know, and, and he's still bringing us through. That's the good thing about it. He said he would never leave us, nor would he forsake us, you know, even in our struggles. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have, we have to understand that. And sometimes when you're going through, you don't understand that. It's just, it's, it's, it's just when you start to really learn to learn how to pray and realize that God is God. He is who he said he is. You, you know, uh, Reverend, you're absolutely right. One of the things that I found as a Christian is that Christians don't want to go through anything. Yeah. That, 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 you know, they, they want all the privileges of being a Christian, but they, they don't want the stuff that comes with it. They, 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 don't, they don't want the struggles that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes God puts you in a position where you got to struggle a little bit and, and he knows what to do and how much struggle he's going to allow you to do. Okay. That's why he said that he'll never put more on you than you can bear. So he That's knows right. how much you can handle. But sometimes God, when God getting ready to use you, he'll allow you to go through some stuff. Okay. And, and so, right. so, so what, what do you mean by that pastor? I'm saying when God allows me to, to, to and when he, well, when he picks me, cause he made me to do a particular thing. So from the beginning, he already knew what, what he wanted me to do when he made me. So so I had to get used to knowing that part first. So the other thing is that God created me for a particular purpose, a, a duty, a purpose. That's why he said he knows the plans he has for me. So, so he has a plan for me. Now, in order for me to achieve his plan or to do his plan, he's got to let me go through some stuff. I got to, mm-hmm. I got to be battlefield tested. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, listen, if, if I've never learned how to play football, I wouldn't be able to have played the kind of football that I played and, and, and do what I did from, from, from a athletic standpoint. Okay. God had to give me some tools to work with. He gave me the speed. He gave me the determination to win. He gave, mm-hmm. he gave me the ability to, to know um, where to run to. He gave me all of those things that he put inside of me. He gave me instant to know that somebody is about to tackle me. So I had to make a switch, a quick turn, okay? He put all of that stuff in me, okay? Because mm-hmm. he knew that I was going to be struggling and I was going right. to need all of those things. That's right. Does that make sense to you? So, yeah, that's right. So that's right. Go ahead, Reverend. You want to say something? Go ahead. See, when I when I when I look at it this way, this is what I look at. Right? I, it, it amazes me. It really does. It really amazes me that you know when people look at you. When people look at us now, they look at us and they see a preacher. They all oh, they they they, they want to. They say, oh, you know, they put you on such a high pedestal, and and, and, and you know, you, 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 you oh, you, you reverence the preacher, reverence the preacher. You know, you but see. I don't, that's the reason why I say, don't, I don't think of myself as much because I am nothing. I'm nothing but a wind 
in, in God's eyes. So I'm nothing because God had to reach down and pick me up just like he did to my fellow my fellow man. I'm 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 nothing without God. And you know, so so for me to get into something when I when I knew I was nothing was easy. You it was easy. Mm. And it was a, it wasn't hard for God to get me out of it. It was just hard in my mindset. My mindset made me think that this was hard, but it was so easy for God to get me out of it. But it was it was so hard for me to realize that God could get me out of it. Yeah. So, so, so and when, I, when I became a preacher, everybody wanted, oh, put him on a pedestal. No, don't put me on a pedestal. Don't no, no. do that. That's right. That's right. Well, and then let, let me give you another example because. Because Emma Jean, uh, one of my favorite niece, uh, she, she just, she just, come on in this picture. She just, she has gone through some stuff that Lord have mercy, uh, bless her soul. I hurt when she hurts. And, and then when I hear that the things that she's gone through and she's going through, um, it just, it just, it just aches me, you know, and, and I sometimes ask myself, Lord, you know, I know that you have a purpose for, for that. And there's a reason right. for why you are using her to, to go through some things that she's going through. And, and, and I'm looking at it from sometimes from a selfish standpoint, because I'm saying to myself, how much more can she take? You All know? right. And so, you know, but, but, but I, I tell you something, uh, uh, I'm going to just say punky. Nah, I can't help. It. I know it's Jim <laughs> Jean, but I'm going to say punky. <laughs> Okay, so, so, but but I I watched a movie the other day called The Passion. Okay, and and now here's what I got out of that 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 man that they crucified went mm-hmm. through so much for others, not for himself. He wasn't looking for anything for himself. He went through so much for others and the, the the cry that he had the cry out that he did was not for himself mm-hmm. he cried out because he knew the sufferings of the people and the things that they were going right. to go through so it, when I look at what Punky has gone through I'm saying to myself God you're a good God you know all things. And I know that you've taken care of her. I know that when others see things as pain, she you allow her to see it as joy. My God. When, 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 when others see it, Lord, as, as, as something that's going as a result of defeat, she see it as victory. She doesn't mm. see it the same way that we see it. And Lord, I thank you for that strength that you gave her. And so I go back to what Paul said, Lord, take this thorn out of my side. And God mm-hmm. said to Paul, I'm not doing it. I'm going to give you some more grace. My grace is sufficient. So when I think of pumpkin, I'm thinking of her and her cry out to Christ about the pain that she's going through, about the suffering she's going through. And yet she was willing to, to still say it's about Christ and and knowing that it's because of his grace that mm-hmm. has allowed her to go through what she's going through because even some of the doctors 
don't have the, 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 the faith and, and, and don't even have the mindset or the heart that she had to believe that, that she serve a higher power. Come on with it, Funky. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Well, I just want to start off by saying my struggles started back in on my birthday, actually, December 31st, 2004, when I was diagnosed with this green one, Sandra Sarcoma tumor, as they call it, which is cancer, and malignant and that. My husband at the time was overseas, so I had to rely on my mother to stand by me while he was away. Now, mind you, I'm not going to keep y'all long with this. I started in Augusta, which I live in Savannah. But Savannah didn't have the equipment to help me with my problem. Mm -hmm. So they sent me to Augusta. At that time, it was MCG. MCG did my first surgery. After that surgery, I came through it. They told me they was only able to remove the middle part of it, which left it like an hourglass. They said, not the night, man, until my man said, if I didn't get that radiation immediately, I didn't have long to live. Insurance was another issue. That's the devil's there fighting against me, fighting me. My husband came right. We did some paperwork. We, we really got married, me and Peyton True. And the military signing up within two years, I think. So, once. yeah, months. And sent me and my mother to Boston. Now, me and said I had six months. Now, we gave him six months. This was over a year. Before I went and got radiated. I was mm. supposed to be young. Mm. Mm. So I go to Boston, I get the radiation, the treatment and all. Come back, it stabilized me for maybe three years and came back. It's granted. And I have another surgery. That's 2008. He only was able to move portion of it. The doctor said that if he had removed it all, it would have left me uh, basically like I am now. Mm -hmm. The disfigurement, the, uh, the nerve damage, everything that you see. And I'm not ashamed to show you. Mm. He took out Mm. Okay, so that surgery stabilized it again. This without treatment, radiation. 
2012, I had to have another surgery. They was unable to remove a little bit more. Now all this time from 2012 to 2018, I ended up with lung cancer. I had to have part of my lung removed. That's the devil fighting again. My lung. So the upper part of my right lung is gone. 2019, I had to have another surgery on the brain. Mm. Now, 2020, I had four surgeries in Atlanta, at Emory. And it eventually did a whole lot more. My Lord. Mm. My Lord. They took it all the way out. Yeah. They removed this ear. Yeah. If you look at me, I'm not saying. Look at me. I'm still here. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. They yes, took this side of my face and they removed bone and put a heart. Hardware in the back of my neck, titanium, to hold my head because that cancer had that eight, the bone, because it's a bone cancer, had that eight, the, the bone up that holds the head to the neck. Mm, mm, mm. So after that, that one surgery, my head was loose on my neck. So they had to put the hardware right now to hold it together. So now I have to turn a certain way. Mm -hmm. Okay? By mm, Lord. That's, that's the Lord. four surgeons. Yes, Lord. The first surgeon didn't take, so they did three more. Wow. January 21, I had been trying to come back on top of the skin, mm. and they went in and got that. By Lord. Now, um, March 21, from February to March 21, I had the highest dose radiation you can have. I had 37 treatment. Mm. Oh, Lord. Now, oh, mind you, it's still stable. My Lord. Also, the reason I talk the way I talk, because the radiation has paralyzed one of my vocal cords. My Lord. My Lord. And Thank you, Jesus. I'm still, they don't want to do any more surgery. They say my body is too weak. Yes, Lord. My Lord. And I'm stuck with a feeding tube, so I don't eat or drink my mouth. Mm. My Lord. Everything is my too. But you guess what? You know what? Mm. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. You're still here. You're still here. Yes. Yes, he is. Now, uh, I apologize. I apologize from here. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> don't, you, don't you worry about yeah. it, baby. Don't you worry I about it. <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to tell you, Punky, that, uh, listen, what, what a true, uh, example 
of, yes, sir. of believing in God, uh, what it'll do for you. If, if, if those who are listening and watching this, if that does not allow you to see that if you just keep your faith in the Lord, all right, nothing is impossible. Yeah. Nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible. And the struggle that she was faced with and still is faced with, oh, yeah. God is still in the midst of that. Every, All right. Every example that she gave, every, every example that she gave, God was, I had every step, every stop that she had to make during her struggle, God was there. And he was there, he was there strengthening her. I can just see him there now, giving her some more strength. It is as if she was at a gas station and she was running out of gas and she stopped there and God says, I'm going to fill you up here. I need you to be full. And so she go on to the next step and she, 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 she travel down the road and lose a little energy and she stops at another one. And that, and these other ones are, are operational. And God says that I'm going to fill you up some more. I need you to get a little bit more stronger. Mm -hmm. And so, so the struggle all the way through until where we are today, there's a reason for that. And it does not just happen. Things don't just happen. That's the point I want all of those who are listening today to see and to have her be able to speak about it. Because there are some struggles people can go through that they don't want nobody to know about it. They don't want nobody to know about it. And it's for several reasons. Some that they just too embarrassed. Some just they they at, they at a point in their life where they're so hurt about it that they just don't want nobody else to know about it. That's and right. It, and then it, and then there's others who are who are prideful. Just, just don't pride won't let them do it. Won't let them speak about it. But here's a person who God created, and God says, and when He was molding you, Duncan, when He was molding you, He put some strength in you. He said, "Let me give her some strength. She's gonna need some strength." And then over here, he says, oh, I've got to put some endurance over here because she's going to have to endure some uh -huh. stuff that she's going to go through that i got to put her through. And then over here, he's going to put a little bit. Remember, he says he's going he's gonna to give you a measure of faith. So he had to give you some measure of faith because he knew that you had, to, you had to trust him. And he wanted you to trust him with even with a little bit of faith that he was about to give you. And so he put all of those things together. And then he says that I'm gonna give her determination because I don't want her I don't want her to give up on me. I don't want her to think that she can't get through this. So I'm gonna give her a little bit more determination. And then the last thing God gave you was victory. God says, I need to get you victory uh savvy. I need to make you victory savvy because you need to know that this is not about you, it's about the Lord. You win because of me, not because of what you want to do, but because of me. And I believe that if I put all this ingredient together and put it inside of you that you'll be one that will tell millions of folks about the goodness of me and and, right. and you will not be ashamed of of the struggle that i have caused you to go through your struggle is is, is not actually a struggle to hold you back your struggle is a struggle towards victory and that's what he wanted you to to, to do so 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 Punky, I tell you, I don't I don't know anybody in my life that has gone through some stuff that you've gone through and is willing to tell people about it faithfully 
and and not worry about what folks are going to say and what they're going to do. It, it just I just haven't met anybody like that. And it is, that's why I told you from the beginning, it is a privilege and an honor to be before you to see and hear you tell your story and to let people know that, that the struggle that you are faced with hasn't gone away. The struggle that you are faced with is, is not a struggle of defeat, but a struggle of victory. And that's how you see it. So, so what did you say about that, Reverend? I, you, you got a mouthful. You ready to say something? First of all, first of all, Reverend, you know, that 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 was so miraculous. You know, I want to say good evening to to our other guests who have come on, you know, Dr. Wells and and, and Dr. Dunn. Good evening to y'all. But uh I just got to say that that was so magnificent, you know. It, it, it brings me to a scripture. Uh Matt, Matt, over in Matthew, Matthew 10 and I think 10 and 38, where it says that 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 um Christ suffered for us and he took up his cross and that we should take up our cross. And if we don't take up our cross, we're not worthy of him. See, uh, uh, my niece, your niece, yo, she had to take up a cross and, and she took up a cross and she bared a cross. And one thing about God, God said he would never leave us, nor would he forsake us. And that's the beautiful thing about it is that when we're going through something and we don't see it right then, but I saw it, I saw why she was going through it. It was making her stronger, rather. It was making her believe stronger in the Lord. And God has to get the glory in everything. Uh, he That's has right. to get the glory in everything. And That's he'll, right. Well, I like it. He'll make a rock cry out of you. He'll have to make a rock cry out. That's right. You know? But I, I'm so glad that, that she's a testimony for God. I am so glad. I, 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 I'm overwhelmed. Hallelujah. Um, for for the two guests that came on to tonight, uh, uh, the, the the Reverend Doctor uh, Kenwell and uh, and uh, Doctor uh, Door, uh, who has been a regular on this on this podcast, and we thank her for coming by. Uh, we are still talking about there's a reason for your struggle, and we have our guest tonight uh, is is uh, one of my favorite niece who has gone through some things and. If you had not heard her testimony, <laughs> um, it, 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 I can tell you it's it's uh, it's it's mind boggling, and it gives you an opportunity to realize that what we are going through, somebody else is struggling with something much worse, and and it, it allow us to take our mind. See, when you hear things about what other folks are going through, the, their struggles. It takes the mind, your mind off of yours because you're saying, my God, if I'm going through what I'm going through and, and what you're going through is top in mind, I, I'm going to shut up. I need to not, yeah. not say yeah. another yeah. word. So, That's right. So That's right. if That's you two right. want to make any comments on that. Yeah, well, I definitely, uh, good evening, first of all. I'm so used to saying good morning, but good I definitely, when I came in, I had an opportunity to hear the sister and... <clears throat> God strengthens us, and you know something that was very key in what she did and what she said. I didn't say what she said, but what she did. She showed you her scars. Mm. See, she showed right. you her scars. See, see right. a lot of time I, I did a sermon on it once. I was like, you know, people always say, "I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through." Right. But I flipped the script on. I said, "No." 
sometimes you should be glad to see will be glad about what you went through because it shows you and it's a constant reminder right. to everyone that God is still in control. Like you say, if you what happened to her and her story and I heard it and how she was talking about how it got to a point where the cancer had eaten through her bones where she couldn't even hold her head up. She right. had something in her spine to hold her head up. My God in heaven, do you understand that like we say what we think we are going through? Right. And listen, listen, I have, I, I, if you can see, I'm dealing with a little bit of alopecia yeah. in my head. Yeah. And just to just to understand and see what this sister is going through and what she's talking about, wow. it just made me say, man, look, this just push through that. Don't even worry about that because if she is bold enough for the Lord to take her hair off on this site yeah. and to show you what show you what God has done in her life. I talked about a scripture last week, second, I mean Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. And I just want to share this one verse, and I'm gonna get out your way. And when 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 Paul beseeched Christ three times, God three times about this thorn in his side. Right. Now, 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 a lot of times, a lot of theologians say the thorn was an actual piece of wood, an actual thorn. But when I looked at the scripture, a thorn could have been cancer. A thorn could have been folks bothering you, folks right. talking about you. Right. He asked that it be removed from him. But our God mm. never said that my grace is sufficient for the, and here's the key. He says, for my strength is made perfect, perfect. in it's our weakness. weakness. So, sister, in your weakness, in your frailty, in your humanity, and what you are going through, I thank God for you. I bless God for you because you're beautiful. You are beautiful. Yeah. I'm saying right now, yeah. you are beautiful yeah. because you are yeah. God. God made you wonderful. God knew what was going to happen in your life. God, as, as, as Pastor uh, uh, Lynn said earlier, he knew what you were going to need. He knew the strength that you were going to need because he knew that this was going to happen at this appointed time in your life. But guess what he said? Although it's going to happen, watch me make provisions for you. Come on. Watch me still keep you living, keeping yeah. you upright, sharing my word because our, what we go through is for other folks to see. It ain't about us. That's right. That's right. It ain't about our struggle. Our struggle that's is for right. other folks to sit there and say, that's wow, right. now I know what that sister's going through and she's that's still right. praising God in the midst of that. Let me get a little bit of that rain with you. Nothing. That's right. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> God bless you, sister. Again, you are beautiful. Don't yeah, let nobody right. tell you anything different. You hold your head up and know yeah. that God makes you and God's going to bless you. He's keep yes. on blessing. Yes, Lord. Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. What what an awesome word. Uh, Dr. Gore, you have any comments you want to make to that? Uh, well, I kind of missed a portion of her story. I heard him say about cancer. And I guess I can say slightly relatable because uh, I got a diagnosis, but it was stage zero of uh, breast cancer around Christmas. And uh, well, before it was before Christmas or last year, about October. And you don't know that when you, they, let me have that say, you don't know that you're strong until you have to be strong. Yeah. Uh, you don't know to trust God enough until mm -hmm. you have to go through some stuff. And so uh, most of the people that would see me going to the gym and uh, back working out, and they said, you don't even look like you've been through surgery, but I told them I couldn't let that take the best of me, you know, it, it, it's not to say that it does not affect you or affect, uh, affect her, that, but it's the, it's the thing of, like you said, through the storm, God was still with you, still keeping you, and, and brought you through the, the storm, and like uh, Pastor Well said, well, Dr. Well said, to make provision mm -hmm. through it all, still be here to tell the testimony walking miracle so you know for me that was a blessing because my aunt she gone through some really the same thing and she said 
I called my sister and was screaming and crying and say, why me? And I never said, why me? I just said, Lord, if you allowed it, then you have a purpose in it. So like you oh said, it's, it's a reason for our struggle. And so I just uh, thank God for, for her testimony, for, for what I heard of it. And then just to know that God is faithful. You know, that's what I tell people. He's still good. There's no need to complain. I'm still here. I can do something else. He's giving me strength to still take care of myself and not have to be overly dependent on people. So that's a that's a blessing to me by itself, just to know that God is faithful, even when we haven't. Sister yeah. Durr, let me, I got Sister Durr. Sister Durr, you yeah. said something, man. You said something that was so, so powerful because folks always say, well, why me, Lord? Why me? And then I sat there, I said, why not me, Lord? Mm. That's right. Why, why not me? If yeah. I know I trust your word and I know what you told me that you were going to do in my life, why not me? Hmm. See, we have to take, we have to flip the script. We have to take it off of always feeling like David Downers and why is this happening to me? Why the Lord, I can't never get over. Oh Lord, every time I always something, I can't win for losing. When I take one step forward, I take three steps back. God has built us to a point where he has made us so strong that it's a why not me. Mm. Why not me? You should be calling on God. Look at God, I know what you can do. I'm, I look at I'm, I'm, God, I know I'm. Call on me, God. You say, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Call on me, God. Put put something yeah. on me so folks can yeah. see that I'm really truly your child because I trust and know that what you can do. So we need to get a spirit of why not me, Lord, instead of why me, Lord. Yeah. I I remember, uh, Doctor, when, uh, when I first got into the ministry, one of the things I said was, Lord, uh, you sure you... You, you picked the right one. I said, you know, Lord, what, what is it that you're looking for me to do? And, and you know, but but what I realized, what I came to realize was he put inside of me everything he needed for me to, to use to get his work done. And so, and I was, when I got into the ministry, I was kind of laid back, shocked, and let everybody else did what they did. And then I kind of was a follower. If I felt like it was time for me to follow, I followed. Now I just didn't follow. But I want you to understand now, and I tell people nowadays, nowadays, I am, listen, I'm not one that sits back. I'm the one that when, when the word go out and God said, who will go? I'm the one that's going to raise my hand first. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm the one that's going to race to the top. I'm going to run to the front of the bus. I'm going to run over here. I'm going to set up. And uh, and when when he says somebody needs to go and he's looking for somebody to go, it's going to be me. Now, you have to understand, as I understand, that if I volunteer, if I go, there's going to be some struggles. There's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be some stuff that folks going to try to do to you. You're going to have to be willing to take that stuff. But but I'm at a point now in my life where I, I can feel and understand what the disciples did when they said that they were going to go and they went and they knew what the consequences were. They knew what the what the probabilities were. They knew what could happen to them if they went out and did what God told them to do. And mm-hmm. here, here God says, don't take anything with you. So now you can't take your gun. You can't take your best friend. You can't take this. You can't take that. You just got to go when he says go. And you're taking the word with you. And that's all you got to take. But when you are struggling, struggles or things that causes you to say why or ask the question why. As Dr. Wells said, we are not to be saying why me. 
we ought to be saying, why not me? And and be saying like what what uh, Pumpkin did, uh, what she said was, listen, I'm not ashamed to show you my scars. <laughs> See, that's one of the things that I want us to get tonight from this episode uh, is if you're struggling, you ought to have some scars to prove it. If I'm that's talking right. about if you're struggling for the Lord, you can't struggle doing the things of the Lord and not have some scars. Because people want to, and nowadays, people want to see. <laughs> they want to see you go through some stuff. Because they're not going to be sitting back listening to it. They got to see you go through it. And you got to have some scars. And Punky showed us her scars. And so the question is, to those of us that are still here and we're still living and we've got some scars as well, but we have to understand that, that our scars are from the things that God calls us to go through and allowed us to get through it. And we got some scars to, to, to be witness or to bear witness that we went through that struggle. And you never went through a struggle that God didn't bring you through. You just never went through one. And you'll never, ever go through one that he won't bring you through. Come on, Marcus. I know you got a question. You're, oh, yeah. you're looking at me the like you're going to make The beautiful thing about it, Doctor, is that, and this is what's so lovely about it, is that it's not the fact that we're going to go through something. What is that? Is this the fact? Is that we, when we're going through, how are we coming out? Mm-hmm. Huh? We, 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 we're going to go through something. We're going to go through something. But guess what? You're coming out. It's going to be way better than what you was when you were, were going in. Huh? Mm-hmm. Because, because what happens is your faith begins to grow. Your faith begins to, to uh, uh, give a new birth to uh, uh, new, new limbs and it gives a new birth to the way you, uh, to where, to where you act toward God, to where you receive God. That what happens. Your faith grows. And as your faith grows, now here's the thing about it. As your faith grows, your endurance gets better. As your faith grows, you don't mind telling somebody what you've been through. Because guess what? What I started out is not what I not what I look like now. I may not look like you want me what you want me to look like, but I'm what God wants me to be. And I'm a better person, not just physically, not just mentally, but I'm a better person spiritually for what I went through. Oh yeah. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Well, you know, I I want to go back to uh, Sister Emma and uh, Punky and see if she had any more comments. Punky, did you want to make any more comments? Well, I was listening to you all in this struggle. I'm still struggling, but not as bad as I was. I'm learning to deal with it a whole lot better than I did. I was one of them people that said, why me? Uh-huh. But I had to learn to say exactly what you said. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It took me a minute to learn that. Mm-hmm. You know? Come on. Mm-hmm. Like I said, God has a purpose for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> My time. 
And I came back in the house and I told my wife, I said, I've never seen that before. And I said, all my life, I've been missing the beauty, the beautiness of God and his creation. And, right. and so I, I share that with you all because we've been struggling. And because we've been struggling, we've been missing the beauty of God all right. and all of the things that he has created. God created stuff that are beautiful, and we've been missing that because our eyes have been cluttered with other stuff, with other things that man wants us to focus on. But I guarantee you, if you start focusing on the beauty of God, all of the things that he created, the simple stuff, watch what happens in your life. Watch what you start to notice. Right. And right. so because he allowed me and he had to take away, like today I had another surgery on my other eye and, and, and I went outside. I couldn't wait to get outside just to see that beauty. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm led to it now. And, and, and because I know what it looks like now and I know the real meaning of this earth and what it was made and how it was made, I'm now focused more on, on, on doing as Paul would say, finishing the race. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what God called me to do because, and I'm going to rejoice and enjoy the beautiful things that He has uh, that He has created. I'm gonna enjoy those things, and I'm not gonna take them for granted anymore. Because it's a it's, listen. I don't know why He allowed me to see it that way this particular time, but He had to take away the old eyes. And put in some new eyes, so that, right, right. so that I can really see him in all that he do. And so I want right, to, right. I want to share that with y'all to let you know that that listen the struggles that you that you're going through. Don't focus on that. Focus on the stuff that God has made and He's created for you, and the things that He has shared with you. Focus on that. That's going to help you get through the struggles of that which we call struggles, okay? Because God doesn't see it that way. God sees mm -hmm. it as part of his plan that he has for each and every one of us. And so we have a choice. We can we can enjoy it. Uh, we, can, we can do or say what, what, what Job said. Hey, I didn't have nothing when I come in this world. I ain't going to take nothing away from it. So, so you got to understand that. But you can enjoy what you have if you look at it from a spiritual standpoint versus a earthly standpoint. There's a different joy that you get when you look at it from that standpoint. So anybody have any final comment as we get ready to wrap this podcast up? Start with you, uh, Reverend Marcus. Any comment? <laughs> you always know who come 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 to the mouthpiece, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I thank God so much, man, because I, I just managed. Woo! This has really helped my heart here, man. You hear me? This mm -hmm. really helped my heart here. I just I look at it like this, man. That what you just said. This joy I have, this this world didn't give it to me. It didn't give nothing to me. You know the struggles that I have. This world didn't give it to me. huh? Mm -hmm. God knew that I was going to go through these things. But he said, I love what he said. I love this. 
He said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man come unto the Father but by me. That means that, guess what? He's everything that we're going through. Cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, sugar. Whatever we're going through, God is all that because he can heal it and he can bring it through it. Uh, if God can take you to something, he can bring you through something. So I thank you once again for this podcast. I thank you for allowing this forum to go through. I thank God for each and every one of my brothers and sisters on this podcast. I thank all to my niece especially. Thank God for you and my brother. We're claiming healing. I heal and go forth on you in your situation. Amen. All right. We have uh, uh, Dr. Wells. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I echo the sentiment of just this, this, this forum being a place where we can learn and share and be transparent and just do what God has called us to do. And I just have three quick things. The first thing is that we are, the Bible says in, this word, in the word that we will have trial and tribulation. We will go through things. But it also says to be a good cheer for Jesus Christ has overcome the world. So we are going to go through things. If you get in this Christian relationship with Christ or get in there with a, with a false bravado thinking that you're not supposed to go through anything, oh, hallelujah, you're in it for the wrong reason. You may well jump ship now. But we will go through trials and tribulations. But we have uh, good authority by the word of God that he has overcome the world. Jesus overcome the world. So we're going to be okay. Secondly, we have to start continue to look at things as Dr. Lynn just so eloquently gave the um, description of his, his eye surgeries. When you start to look at things through spiritual eyes, you start to see things in the way God wants them to be. Many of us go through life years not seeing things clearly until we have our Damascus Road experience. Paul came and opened his eyes. He saw things differently. You always talk about going through something in order to, to get something. So the, the thing seems to be we're going to have to go through some things but we also have to show the strength that we have. And the last thing is to trust the process. It's all a process. What we go through, what we go through the trial and tribulations, we start looking through spiritual eyes. We have to learn to grow into that process. It's not a walk in the park. As my sister just said, you know, you have to learn because you start out with a wobbly Lord. I'm, I'm guilty of it all the time. As Dr. Lynn said, when I got called into the ministry, I was having fun doing what I was doing. I like coming to church and, you know, doing what I did, leave early and all that. But why now I have to study this word? Why now I have to take notes and be all into the word of God? But it was a process. And so I thank God the process. Thank God maybe in a couple of, in a week or so, I may be earning my doctorate. So I'm just grateful to God for the whole process that I've gone through from, from day one. And I'm just grateful for that. And so you trust the process and it's going to be all right. So you hang in there, sister. God bless you. Look, we love you. It's beautiful. I'm telling you, you're a beautiful sister. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. God bless you. All right, Dr. Door. Uh, good evening, everyone, again. Uh, blessings to you. Um, <clears throat> the word says that we want to be wise. We hang out with the wise. Hmm. And so when I'm able to get myself in a position to get on or even if it's listening to the word, reading the word, meditate on the word, or even if I'm teaching it, I'm thankful that I have it to go to. Uh, and especially to be able to get on with you all and that we can expound on what we learn and our experiences. So I just, I'm grateful. I really am. I appreciate that you take took the initiative and take the time for us to get on and, uh, and share what you've learned as well, Dr. Lee. So Amen. again, let's, all of you, and thank you again for uh, what you're doing for mm -hmm. us to help us to be better and, and be better advocates uh, in Christ. All right, good. 
I see my nephew uh, came on, uh, one of the greatest ministers on this side of heaven, uh, Tony. We call him Tony. Uh, Tony, if you would unlock that uh, microphone and just make a final comment if you like, if you're listening. He may be on mute, but uh, knowing him, he he does two or three things at one time. But I tell you, one of the things that I, I would say about him, 